Pastor John. Oh, beautiful worship. Wow. Wow. Thank you. That worship was beautiful. I don't know how to speak sometimes after worship. <laughs> First of all, I want to thank you, Pastor John and Pastor Kerry and Pastor Sylvia, for everything that you do. I just want to bless you. And don't choke in Jesus' name. No, for the, our leaders for Open Heaven Church, I want to give you honour and I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for all that you do for us as a church, for me as a person. I've been at Open Heaven Church four years, coming up four years now. And um, over four years, Alfie and I went to the same church in the park. <laughs> I think I had purple dreads then. Plats, yes. <laughs> Praise God, hallelujah. Um, <laughs> I just want to talk about, only, I can only come from what I've walked through and what I've experienced with the Lord and revelation of my identity in Christ. Um, obedience is better than sacrifice. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Going back a year ago, God was taking me back. This scripture I've had up on my phone as my screensaver for many months now. Um, and he was showing me this time last year, my rebellious, my lawlessness in me was not at its height, but in the height in the Lord, you know, I was only learning about, I was, I was rebellious against the law, the law of the lands. Um, I didn't want to wear a mask. I didn't care. I had an attitude. Um, but praise God that when you want change and you want the Lord to change you, and you will do anything for him to change you, guess what? He comes in and he does it. He does that. Thank you, Jesus. If you don't want it, you're not going to get it. If you don't ask him for it and you don't give him permission to actually come in and to change you, he won't change you. We can stay and be saved and we won't change the world. But if we want change, we ask Holy Spirit to come in, do whatever you want, Lord. I say, if you've got to hurt me, hurt me, Lord, because I've known where I've been, that it's only because of Jesus. It's the goodness of God that is in me. Anything else without God, I am nothing without him. I am absolutely nothing without him. You are nothing without the spirit of the living God in you. It's only his goodness in us. He's the hope of glory in us. He's the hope of glory for others to see. Coming into this COVID, I wear my mask so I don't make other people fearful. I stay within my boundaries in the five kilometer radius. I'm obedient because when I am obedient to the law of the land, when I'm obedient to my pastors, well, then I get to step up. God steps me up and takes me up again. And again, and then we learn how to be under authority. What's next? 
we step into authority. He gives you a little bit. If he trusts you with a little bit, do the speed limit, Renee. Do the speed limit. This is how God trained me. The Holy Spirit trained me. Do the speed limit. You know, obey the law. Sometimes I even go five kilometres under to make up for the 10 kilometres over I used to do. These are the training ground of Holy Spirit to be obedient to the unction of the Holy Spirit, to do what he wants you to do, to be obedient. He taught me to do this, just like Jesus, and did not say a word. I want to know the word of God. I don't want your opinion. I want the word of God, and I will ask you, is that biblical? Because I need to know, because it feeds my soul and my spirit, and that rise up. Rise up for five years. I've been commanding my inner spirit man to rise up. I've been commanding my soul, my will, my emotions, my mind, my brain, my thoughts, my imagination to come under my spirit man. And this is how Holy Spirit trains us in identity. I'm a new creation. You are a new creation in Christ. Every morning, His mercies are new. You are a new creation Every morning, he has taken you from glory to glory. You look more like Christ, conformed to the image of Christ. The scriptures are alive and active. I didn't realize until I said to someone, you know, I pray, Lord, let me experience your word. You know, and the scriptures are real. It's no longer I that live, but Christ that liveth in me. And I die to self daily, 10, 20, 30 times if need be. I close this and I don't give my opinion. And it's a walk. It's a daily walk with the Lord to pick up our cross and not offence. To pick up our cross and not offence. To pick up our cross and not offence. The scriptures are real. They are alive and active. And if you want it, you can have it. You can become more like Christ each and every day. We have to enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go, by, go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Do you want to find it? You can't follow anyone besides Christ. You can't follow anyone besides what this instruction manual tells you. All I've done is follow Christ. I've looked up to leaders who've helped me. I've asked for scriptures. I walk in scripture. I, d I didn't even realise that I declare, I speak it to clients and they don't even know. I speak it to people that I meet and they, you, you don't have to say Matthew 7, 13, 14. You're declaring it over them and you don't even realise the power that's coming out of your mouth as you're speaking to people. You know, and the peace of God, oh, this scripture is my life. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. No one and nothing can hurt us. 
because his peace, which surpasses all this world's understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. The more we speak scripture over our life, the more we speak scripture to problems, they become challenges. And faith and the testing of our character and building of our character, when we speak scripture to issues, they become non-issues. When we speak scripture to mountains, then they become molehills. Not the molehills to mountains. We're supposed to look different. We're supposed to be different. We're supposed to be having conversations about Jesus and what he's done and what he's doing and what he's going to do. I love how Luke said last week, how can we be surprised with what's going on in the world? It tells us here, it tells us here, it's going to get worse, but do not worry. Be anxious for nothing for he has overcome. He has overcome the world and we are found in him. In Christ we are found. Identity, identity, identity. That is all I can talk about. Within that identity, you need to live a life of repentance. A daily life of getting up in the morning and before your feet hit the ground, telling the Lord, I give you my life. Lord, take over every aspect of my life today, my spirit my soul, my mind, my will, my emotions, my body. I bind myself to Christ daily, if not more daily. It's that living for Christ. It's living for Christ. The daily repentance. As soon as something flicks here in my soul, I ask the Lord, okay, that's not of you. What do I do? Well, I don't speak and I ask the Lord to deal with that. I talk scriptures over my life. It's about talking scripture, which is truth. We need truth. We need truth. We need truth. And we need even more truth. And the only truth is here. The only truth is here in the word of God. That has to be your solid foundation. That has to be your rock. This has to be your rock, the word of God. In this season of squeezing, it's been a squeeze. It's been such a squeeze that I get home and I'm, I need to go to bed, nearly. You know, these, the oppression, I could feel the oppression. And it was, this, your grace is sufficient for me, Lord. Your grace is sufficient for me, Lord. Your grace is sufficient and the joy of the Lord is my strength. Just speaking scriptures over your life, it becomes your life. It actually becomes into your DNA. It's woven like we are the branches on the vine. The word of God transforms us from the inside out. I saw on the way home today, I saw fruits from the squeeze. I saw fruits blossoming. How does fruit blossom? I don't know. God is the God of the impossible, but I, but I saw blossoms, fruits of bl blossoming from this squeeze. This squeeze has been tough. I know it has been. And it's that daily surrender. Yes, Lord, in my weakness, you are strong. <laughs> my weakness is made perfect in your strength. 
because no other words can speak and change you like the word of God. You can have, you can be tickled by the ear of a friend or someone who's on your side who wants to, you know, rev you up and make you feel good and talk all that worldly stuff to you. Or you can declare the word of God to your friends, to your family, to the people in the shop, to the man at the service station. It's a walking in the light, a shining his light false before all mankind. That's what we're to do. Shine his light. Shine his light in love. Speak love in truth. Truth in love. Love in truth. Truth in love. Jesus. It's all about Jesus. To live under what Jesus has completed on the cross. To live under his shed blood. To live under his freedom. To live under his grace. Where are we living? In the world? Where are we living? Under curses? Jesus died on the cross and took every curse. Jesus died on the cross and took every pain and every suffering, every mental health issue, every addiction. Jesus took it all. He became it. He became our sin. Where do we live? Do we live under his cross? Do we say, thank you, Lord? Thank you for what you're doing in me and changing me. Praying for others. Stop living in the past. Stop living in the past. Stop living in the past. The past is gone. You're a new creation. Every morning his mercies are new and you are a new creation. Stop living. The old is gone. The new is here. Christ lives in you. Christ lives in you. What's squeezing out? Is Jesus squeezing out? Who are we talking to? What are we posting? We're not going to stand before the Lord and he's going to say, that was a great post. He's not going to say, you weighed in on that political agenda really well. How about that thing about the jab or not be jabbed? We're not supposed to involve ourselves in that stuff. We're supposed to be in the kingdom, seated at the right hand of the Father in Christ Jesus. We're supposed to be praying for our government. We're supposed to be praying for our leaders. We're supposed to be lifting them up and blessing them. So I encourage you, church, to bind yourself to Christ. That you clothe yourselves in the morning with his robes of righteousness. That you step into him and you clothe yourself in the love and the light and the authority of Christ. I challenge you to do that and see how quickly he will change you when you give him permission to do it. 
To surrender, to yield, to submit means to have your way. Have your way, your will, your way, Lord, for your good pleasure, not mine, not ours. What are we showing people? What are we showing the world? That we can bicker? I see more unity in lawlessness and rebellion than I do in the church. And I've only been, I'm only young in the Lord. So I declare unity. If we're not united within, if we're not united within ourselves, our spirit, our soul, our body, we're not united, married within, then how can we be without? We're supposed to be united in the one faith, in the faith of Jesus, all aiming for the same prize, all running the same race for Jesus. Not for COVID, not for jabs, but for Jesus. He stepped out of divinity. He stepped out of his power when he came in the flesh. He came in the flesh like us and became man and did it all. And greater things than these shall we do than he, Jesus. Greater things shall we do. We can't when we're not united. To be united, to put our things to the side, to put our opinions to the side, to put our thoughts to put I feel, I feel this, I think that, my opinion, I don't want to know it. I want to know the word of God. I want to know where you stand on the word of God. I want to know how much Jesus is in you. Showing the world Jesus. Showing the world Jesus. His light is going to change the world. He knows everything from beginning to end. This didn't surprise him. And it shouldn't surprise us. Our churches are doing the best they can. Our government is doing the best they can with something they've never dealt with. Shouldn't we be praying for them? Shouldn't we be blessing them? That's how we can help them, not by posting stuff, tweeting that, twatting that, Instagram this, Facebook that, might get a blog as well, just so I can be heard. Jesus did not say a word. The most rightest human ever, the most purest, did not sin, did not say a word but was about his father's business. Are we about our father's business? Or are we about the world's agendas? Are we cloaking ourselves in love instead of hate? Are we putting on robes of righteousness and putting on Jesus? What are the words that are coming out of our mouth? What are the words that are coming up on our phones? 
What are we doing? This is a time to lay it all before the Lord. To thank him for the squeeze. To thank him for the pruning. To say, Lord, give me more. Give me more. Give me more, Lord. That Jesus died and delivered us from all darkness. Translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the light of his son. Translated. Boom, boom. You are delivered. You are healed in Jesus' name. You are delivered and you are healed in Jesus' name. Take up the cross. Take the finished works of Calvary cross and wear it. Wear it. I am healed. I am delivered. I do have the mind of Christ. I look like Jesus. I want to look more and more like Jesus. My heart's desire, Lord, to look more like your son. I challenge you, speak to the Lord like this. This is how your identity will change. We can sit on the lounge watching TV, 11 a.m. Gladys hour, Auntie Gladys, bless her, eating popcorn, chocolate, Coke, and ask God, can you change me? God, change me. He's not going to change us unless we co-labor with him unless we put our hand out and say God show me Holy Spirit what to do how do I change how do I change how does his heart become a heart of flesh and not a heart of stone show me how to renew my mind in Christ Reading the word of God, literally reading the paper word of God will renew your mind. Put down what you, I had to change what I watched on TV, the music I listened to. It's a laid out life for Christ. Asking for Holy Spirit conviction, convict me when I do something wrong. I want conviction. I need more fear of the Lord. Change me, Lord. Change me, Lord. Change me. But are we stepping in behind him? Are we looking at our instruction manual and going, mm, this doesn't seem right. doesn't look like it's in my Bible. Test come to strengthen us. The scriptures say, in all things, give thanks and praise. Count it all joy. Just like Jesus counted the cross, joy for what was on the other side. When we thank the Lord for our tests, when we thank the Lord for our trials, when we thank the Lord for changing us, then he changes us. I pray an acceleration upon the body of Christ tonight. Those watching, I pray an acceleration 
an acceleration, a redeeming of the time, a spirit to spirit, a quickening, Lord, in Jesus' name. I pray a quickening of your character, of your nature, Jesus, within each and every single person who's watching tonight, Lord. I just give you thanks and I give you praise and I say you are delivered. You are healed. Holy Spirit, come be my best friend. Come and be my best friend. All I can talk to you about is how he's led me and what he's shown me and how his Holy Spirit has taught me to be my best friend. My favourite label is child of God. And I would say it over and over again. Holy Spirit taught me just to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'll go about my day and I'll thank you, Lord. Hit my toe. Thank you, Lord. People would say, devil, get out in Jesus' name. I say, thank you, Lord. Because where where the light is, darkness must flee. And nothing can harm us because no weapon formed shall prosper. No weapon formed. So I challenge you, church. I challenge you, my brothers and sisters, to put on Christ each morning, to put on his robes of righteousness, to step into his love, light and authority. I challenge you to close your mouth. I challenge you to have a break of social media. I challenge you to ask the Lord, what do I need to change? What needs to be changed? What do I need to look at? And I was going to the Lord, I need this done, I need this done, I need this done. And he's gone, well, I've done these five over things over here, but your eyes are just on this, Renee. So I started to learn to enjoy being found in the Lord, to enjoy being changed and to thank him for changing me. That Holy Spirit is our comforter. He is our counsellor. He is our convictor. And he is our best friend. Treat him as such. Treat him as such. And you will change. You will see, when you look back, you will see the change in you. I see the fruit in people. I see the fruits in people. I see the quickening and the transformation in people, in my brothers and sisters. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. If you're laid down, Lord, take it. Do it what you want. Do what you want in me. Do what you want in me so then you can work through me. And when we're united within, we can be united without with our brothers and our sisters and the world around us. Have we counted the cost? Have we laid it all down? Yield means to submit and yield means to adapt. I'm going to adapt to you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to cleave to you, Lord. I'm going to follow in step behind you. And I'm not going to say a word. I was asking the Lord, he was showing me the other day, 
And he said, if we find it hard or we can't apologise to another human being for our words or our behaviours that we've done, how are we actually repenting before the throne of God? How are we actually living a life of repentance if we can't apologise to our brothers and sisters, to those in our sphere of influence, our oikos? If we can't, on our side of the street, with another human, how are we actually getting that right with God? So that's that part of repentance. That's that part of forgiveness. That we need to ask forgiveness and apologise for our actions and our behaviours. And then we need to learn how to forgive. Jesus forgave us and that scripture, if I do not forgive, it will not, my Father in heaven will not forgive me. That speaks volumes to me and has for years. I must forgive. I must forgive others for what they've done for what they've said, for what they haven't said, for what they haven't done. Because if I don't, then my Father in heaven won't forgive me. And Jesus died on the cross to forgive us our sins. Who are we not to forgive another? This is just all that I've learned. I was looking through my book and learn, looking through the, what everyone has been speaking about lately at church. And it's all about identity. It's all about our identity in Christ. So I thank you, Pastor John and Pastor Kerry and Luke and Kimmy for the word of God that you bring that feeds us and changes us, that we sit under that word of God and actually does change us. <laughs> Where we live in that place of humility, I don't need to be right. I don't need to have an opinion. That's the place Christ wants us. At his feet, laid out, saying, I'm nothing without you. And you are my life and my everything. Because without you, I wouldn't be standing here. 
So let's thank him for the pruning. Let's thank him for the locking. Let's thank him for the squeezing. Let's thank him for the changing. Are we giving thanks and praise? Are we thanking and praising? Are we thanking and praising him for who he is and what he's done and what he's doing and what he's going to do? Because we know it's all good at the end of the day. We are overcomers. We are more than conquerors through Christ. (laughs) More than conquerors. These scriptures are alive and active. Because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us in the squeeze. So I'm just going to pray. I thank you, Lord, that you are making new creations in my brothers and sisters, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that right now that people are laying those things down, Lord. Laying those things down to you, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, for freedom in the name of Jesus. Freedom from self in the name of Jesus. Freedom from self in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that right now that you're coming in, Holy Spirit, that you're coming in right now, right now, right now, and removing that in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for our identity. I thank you, Lord, that my brothers and sisters are going to come out of this shining like Christ, shining like Christ before all mankind. I thank you, Lord, that we won't even know each other because you have taken us from glory to glory. I just pray an acceleration right now in Jesus' name. I pray an acceleration upon my brothers and sisters for the conforming to the image of Christ. I thank you, Lord, that right now, right now that the inner spirit men are rising up, rise up, rise up in Jesus' name. And I say to your souls, come down, get under in Jesus' name. Bind yourselves to Christ, I say. Bind yourselves to Christ because He will change you. He will change you and you will look like Him. Look yourselves in the eyeball and say, thank you, Holy Spirit, for changing me. So right now I speak healing. Healing. I speak to that spirit of paranoia right now and conspiracy theories and I command you, go in the name of Jesus. I release the power and love and of sound mind upon you. The mind of Christ and the renewing of a right spirit within your mind. I thank you, Lord, that you are changing hearts that you are changing hearts right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, for the pruning. I thank you, Lord, for the snips. Just come, Holy Spirit, come. Have your way. 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 Have your way in each and every heart, Lord, I pray. I thank you, Lord, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. In Jesus' name I pray. 